Hey, good morning, everybody. This is Frank Cox. I'm coming to you live from the Smoker Builder shop. I'm walking around here and getting the lights turned on and getting ready for an awesome day of work. Anyway, today I think I'm going to talk about fireboxes. You're listening to the Pitmaster Secrets Podcast. Hey, guys. Just walking around here in the shop. It's so big. I got to. Usually we ride bikes around trying to get to all the light switches and stuff, but I felt like walking around this morning. You know, it's cold down here. It's 27 degrees this morning. The shop's cold, so I had to go out and get the the wood furnaces all fired up. There's two of them here. And uh, it got me thinking about, you know, fireboxes and stuff and, you know, some of the thought that we put into ours. And I figured, heck, why not? I'll just talk about those today. So, and we also talked about them a little bit last night on the What's Up Wednesday in the uh, Smoker Builder Forums group on Facebook. So, anyway, this is kind of, excuse me, I'm kind of out of breath a little bit from walking around here. Um, But anyway, so I figured we would just talk about that. So, one of our our barbecue brothers, Kendall, um, asked a good question last night and uh, in the forums group, and he was talking about different kinds of material and you know, what, what should we use when we're building a, a firebox? You know, for the guys that, that don't want to throw a lot of money at their first build, they're just looking to, uh, you know, build something small and cheap, something they can get their feet wet, you know, and uh, try it out and see how it goes kind of a deal. And, uh, you know, for the most part, we always just specify quarter inch. You know, we've just always done that because it seems to stand up to the heat the best and it doesn't warp as bad. But, you know, if, you're, if you don't have a lot to work with and this is your first build and you're going to have to hand cut everything, quarter inch is a bit thick if you're building something, you know, like a 24-inch firebox, if all you got is a Metabo, let's say. <laughs> so what we decided to do then is, you know, you could always just go ahead and use like eighth inch, let's say, but you need to reinforce it somehow. So what we were talking about on the, pod, on the uh, What's Up Wednesday last night is, you know, different ways of using eighth inch for your firebox and, uh, you know, just reinforcing it to where it's it's going to warp. I mean, you're not going to get out of that, but how do we make it last a while and still use that thin material? So kind of one of the, re- one of the ways we came up with is if you had a, a thinner material, 3 sixteenths, eighth inch, whatever, I wouldn't go thinner than eighth inch, but if you had that anyway and you decided to use that, one thing you could do is take like inch and a half strap, let's say like inch and a half by eighth or inch and a half by quarter, and you could set it on edge and just line the outside of the firebox with it um, as a rib and then just double wall the, the firebox. So if I was doing something like that, I would put that, let's just say we're working with a 24 inch side panel on the firebox that's like 18 inches tall. If you, if you don't have a large span, you know, much larger than that, you could probably get away with it. And what you're going to do is put that eighth inch or quarter inch by inch and a half strap on edge and just stitch weld it. I wouldn't weld it solid, but just stitch weld it to the side of the firebox wall and then put those up and make them go vertical and then put those on like, you know, six inch centers, um, even, even shorter if you have enough to work with. And, uh, you know, depending on the size of your firebox, you know, you should be okay. But if you do that and put those on so many inch centers like that, going around the firebox all the way around the top and the two sides, 
Um, and then on the door panel too, you might do like an X. I've seen some guys do that and then frame it out with angle even. If you do something like that, you'll reinforce it enough to where it's not going to really, you know, warp badly. But it'll at least last a few years. Then you can always cut it off and make another one. You know, it's not a big deal. Um, it's just metal. So the other thing I would tell you to do is I would definitely line it on the outside with something. Since it is so thin, um, you know, it's going to, if it warps real bad, you might that extra layer might help prevent, you know, really bending the firebox, let's say, like any twist or something like that. So if you if you line it, you can even put insulation in, in between that them two panels and then just line the outside of it with iron. That's a that's a good simple way to do it. Now it looks like a regular firebox. The inner liner might warp pretty bad, but the outer liner should stay okay. And the insulation is going to help you with heat retention. Now the other thing to keep in mind is you might have quite a few um, like heat transfer spots. Where, where that steel comes directly in contact with the inner and the outer firebox. You know, so the insulation will help with the, the, the majority of the firebox, but you'll still have like these, these uh, vertical strips where that inch and a half metal is uh, in contact with the inner and outer skin that could transfer heat through there. And you're not going to lose a lot of heat through that, but you could still burn somebody if that's a concern. So, uh, hey, here, here's a chair. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I used to do this podcast driving around in the Jeep and uh, the rumble of the motor and all that. You know, I just couldn't do it no more. <laughs> but anyway, now I'm walking around this huge shop turning on lights. <laughs> but anyway, um, so that's, that's kind of my two cents. As far as the rest of the pit, like the cook chamber and stuff, Working with thinner material, um, you get heat loss, like with the wind blowing across a large surface, like your cook chamber is going to be a lot bigger. So let's say you had a 24 by 48 or an 80 gallon compressor tank or something like that that's eighth inch thick. Um, it's not really going to kill you. I mean, in mild temperatures, you're not even going to notice it. But if it got super cold or was raining or something like that, you would have a lot more heat loss um, through the cook chamber, which could mess with you on your cook. Um, I know some guys used to take like an old welder blanket and lay over the top of their pit when they had that issue. But the other thing you might run into is just the door warping. Um, that can be kind of a pain to deal with. Um, we've used this method called the jack and chain method where you wrap a chain around it and use a bottle jack. You know, if you don't have a press brake or a press or, you know, some other uh, mechanical, you know, means of putting the radius back in that door, you can always try to mess with it a little bit, do some body work and use use uh, like a jack, a bottle jack and a chain or something like that to kind of put them back into shape. And you don't get hungry with it and, and <laughs> bend it too much. Just take your time and uh, little movements always pay off in the end. And uh, patience, that's usually what it takes to get that door right. But my first pit was a, it was a little air compressor tank that you get like to throw in the bed of your truck and take around with you just in case you have a flat little I don't even know what is it like a five gallon or you know ten gallon or something and uh, on that on that little tank it, it was amazing because it was small um, my second pit was that 160 gallon water tank that you've probably seen on our forums that was on uh, the trailer uh, I built the trailer and everything 
anyway, that tank was really thin and the doors were bigger. And I, I did experience some of that heat loss and stuff um, here and there. But overall, that pit ran great. I, it, it was an amazing pit for, for what it was. And it lasted. It's still going. I don't know who owns it, but I've seen it around. And uh, anyway, I just want to encourage you. Just, you know, the, the thing is, is that just build with what you have available. Don't get so stressed out about, you know, this being the perfect pit that you're building right now. First off, you just, so, so just accept the fact that your first build will have problems. That's just how it's going to go. You won't know until you light a fire in it and you try to cook on it, whether it fits your style or if uh, it's easy to manage or there's cosmetic issues with it, anything like that. Don't get hung up on that. You know, if, if you really want that extra little bit of insurance policy just to help you make sure that you build things the right dimension and the right tune, that's why Smoker Builder is here. Um, we have lots of places and ways we can help you, but also we have 200 sets of plans that you can choose from that will help you at least get started on the right track. Those plans can be found at smokerplans.net. But, you know, most of all, just get out there and build it. Go ahead, if you already if you already think you're going to mess the pit up, there's this little thing that we always say. If you think you're going to mess it up or you think it's not going to work right or you think that, uh, um, you know, there, there's it's going to, something about it is not going to be right, just go ahead and, and like we always say, quote, unquote, break the cherry and get it over with. Just go ahead and build it and get it done. Learn from the experience and move to the next one, you know. Like I always say, it's just metal. Don't get freaked out if it doesn't, you know, if it doesn't work, you can always go back and cut it out, um, you know, something and, and make it go. I, I tell you, like, literally, I have messed up some pits back in the day when I was learning. Um, I can think of one that I got. It was a matter of fact, <laughs> I kind of wish I'd have hung on to this one, but um, it was a it was an old soap tank from a car wash. It, it had like I don't even know what was in it. It was like powdered soap or something anyway um that that cook chamber it was quarter inch thick is why i wanted it so bad and it was about 80 gallons but that thing was full of pits all over it and i mean i cleaned and cleaned and cleaned on that with the flap disc and i mean it was overwhelming how much cleaning i had to do on that tank inside and out and uh you know it was just this old crappy yellow rusty kind of color on the outside and and uh, not a good patina. It was just like yellow epoxy paint of some kind that was rusty, and it just was ugly. And, uh, you know, I got it to a certain point, and I was just like, man, this thing is killing me. I just don't want to mess with this thing no more. But the challenge is what was fun. You know, now that I look back at it, um, I, I wish I would have hung, hung in there and did some more on it, you know, but Anyway, so then we move on and we build something else. And I don't even remember what the next one was I built. It was a propane tank, I think. A little, uh, no, maybe either a 100-pound propane tank I built or it was a 250-gallon. Uh, I can't remember. But anyway, you'll never regret. Just build it, get it over with, run that thing, sell it, fix it, you know, let it sit out there as an ornament um, around the shop, you know, that I built this thing one time, whatever you want to do with it. It's fun. That's what this should be. Experiments, you know. Look at Red Green with the duct tape. Look at all the stuff he's built. You, you ain't going to do no worse than him. <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> hey, anyway, guys. Light a fire, strike an art, cook something for crying out loud. I really appreciate you guys. 
And, uh, you know, check out the description under this uh, player here that you're listening to the podcast on, whether it be iTunes or something. I always put little handy links and stuff down there that, that might help you find out something new, learn something new, find something that we're offering, anything like that. Get on down there and, and read it anyway because there's more information down there. So anyway, guys, we'll see you later. Have a great week.